You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 81. In this episode, I'm speaking to Lorraine Dalmeyer about what it takes to go from five to seven figures. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Lorraine, who is a dear friend and one of my mastermind buddies. Four years ago, she took over an online business called Formula Botanica making only low five figures a year. And now that same business is making well over seven figures a year. Lauren shares with us how she did it and what it takes to go from five to seven figures. You'll find links to Formula Botanica and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 81. I'm so excited to be here with Lorraine Dalmayer, who is a dear friend and a masterminder. We've been together in a mastermind for two or three years already, at least. And I'm so happy to be with you here on the show today, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. So I invited Lorraine on the show, not just, well, of course I invite all my friends. Well, not all my friends, but... <laughs> <laughs> Many of my entrepreneurial friends are coming on the show and will be coming on the show. But one of the key reasons we are talking here today is that I have watched your impressive journey, Lorraine, from taking a five-figure business to seven figures. And the way you've done it, it's it's been partly with, at least from an outsider perspective, with a lot of ease. I know, I know it's hard work. <laughs> It doesn't it, feel that way, I no, can tell you. <laughs> but it feels like it's it's like a process, like a step-by-step step, that you kind of always figure out what to do next to scale your business further. And I think it's something that is really worth sharing and what my listener would be interested in. What is the formula for taking a business from five to seven figures? I know we'll, we could spend hours on this, but, but let's start somewhere. You know, you took over a business. You didn't start this business. So you took over a business. Let's go back to that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was on maternity leave and I realized I didn't want to work for other people anymore. And I wanted something to do myself. And I'm a biologist by training. I love plants. So I thought to myself, I would love to start my own natural skincare business, which is how a lot of women nowadays find themselves thinking, gosh, wouldn't it be nice to make my own skincare and sell it? And so I ended up taking on this online course, this very small course. It was mainly run by email. It was a very basic setup and I really enjoyed it. You know, I would spend my weekends playing with oils and butters. And I thought to myself, gosh, it would be so much fun to do this professionally. And then I had another child. <laughs> and at that point, I realized there is no way I'm going to start my own skincare business with, you know, a baby and a toddler. And at that point, the lady who was running the online courses, she said to me, hey, Lorraine, do you want to buy this? And after a lot of toing and froing and getting accountants involved, I said, OK, OK, let's do this. 
So I ended up buying her business when it, it was really small, you know, it was bringing in about two, three thousand pounds a month. And so I bought it as a hobby business. And it was sold to me very much along the lines of you can just spend one hour a day on this and it's passive income. Well, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Here we are now, four years later, and it's not passive income and it's not one hour a day. I work on this full time now and I have a team of 12 people working for me. So, yes, I took the business on when it was really small and it's been a huge journey. And I know it, it might look easy, but it hasn't been easy. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So that's, I guess, where we started in the whole journey. Yeah. And how long ago is that now? That's almost four years ago. So at that point, I was all by myself. I was doing everything. You know, I had every hat on in the business. I was doing the teaching, the content, the HR, the finance, the IT, the social media, the tech, everything. And now, of course, thankfully, there are people who work with me to, to help me with some of that. But uh, yeah, that's that's almost four years ago now. So when you took over this business, it had a few online courses. Did you continue selling them or did you feel you had to redo or change a few things? I continued selling them because I needed to get a feel for what it, how you sell courses online. You know, I didn't really have that knowledge at the time. I was already running a successful blog, so I had a following. I was getting about 20,000 readers a month. I'd launched an app in the App Store, so I really enjoyed the online world. And I'd been doing a lot of studying about digital marketing, but I hadn't got that experience myself at that point. So I started to just sell the courses I had. But at the same time, I knew that the entire business needed to be effectively broken back down to ground level and built all the way back up. Because I knew that the systems in place weren't good enough. The communications wasn't, weren't good enough. The courses at the time I felt weren't good enough. So I felt that they needed improvement, even though the customers and students we had were very happy with them. Mm. So I then started myself down this path on this journey to rip apart everything that I bought and create it from scratch again. And I have to say that that was a very good thing to do for us because it meant that we had total control with what was happening and we could start from scratch again. Yeah, I think it's very brave and something that entrepreneurs might find difficult to do in their own business to kind of take a blank sheet of paper and redo everything in their business. But how many uh, system changes have you gone through in those four years? We've gone through three and we're currently going through a fourth. <laughs> so wow. it's been almost every year. But of course, that was the other issue. And that's something I look back at now. And we never prepared to scale. We never considered how big this could get. And when I say we, I mean I. I never really thought that we would grow from 300 to 4,000 students in four years. I never thought that we would be on track for a seven-figure British pound turnover. So yeah, it's been phenomenal, but I wish that I had had that foresight. Then of course, when you take something on like this, it's sold to you like a hobby business. You are thinking passive income, one hour a day, you know, you're hearing about the four hour or five hour work week, however long it is. And you think, yeah, this could be me, you know, it could tick along quite nicely and make a nice income. And that's what everyone was saying to me. This could be a really nice little income for you, Lorraine. No one ever anticipated that four years later, sitting here with a million pound turnover. So I guess it's also about, you can't predict the future. But if you could, you would start to think about scaling from day one, I guess. But also it has to do with your own strategy and mindset. Like you could have kept it small. What was the decision to scale it? Like you decide as the entrepreneur, as the owner to scale. 
Yeah. I guess. What was driving that? I'm not sure I was the one who really decided that. I think our customers decided that for us, to be honest, because I took this on and we were still turning over. You know, we were doing nicely by the time I'd been in it for about five, six months. We were doing about six to eight thousand pounds a month on average. And that was just through social media, just through improved systems, just through better communications. But at that point, I got into video and I started doing these video launch funnels. And at that point, all of a sudden, we made this massive leap in our turnover, absolutely massive. I remember it was the first week after I'd quit my job. So I'd left my day job and I said, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this full time. And then we turned over something like 40,000 pounds in a week. And my entire family, all my friends were just sat there, absolutely dumbfounded that we'd made this sort of money. And at that point we didn't really have control over the scalability anymore because it just took off and we had to keep pace with the demand. And over the last couple of years, there have been several big um, steps that we've taken that have taken us up again and scaled us up again. And we're doing it again now. I mean, I hope that we're currently at about 4,000 students. I hope that three years from now we'll be at 10,000. And I'm fairly sure that we'll achieve it because of the systems that we're putting in place in order to do it and the plans that we're creating. Yeah, it's a bit of a journey, but every single step up sees a bigger scale, basically. Yeah. Do you think it's partly due to your topic, you know, creating your own organic skincare that that's popular at the moment? That's partly the, you know, your benefit, like they're flocking yeah, yeah, to yeah. you and your SEO is very good. Yes, I think that's the big thing. It's a very small pond and we've made ourselves a very big fish. Mm. And I would always recommend having a really strong niche. And, you know, when I say to people, they say, what do you do? I'm like, well, okay, this is going to sound a little bit strange, but <laughs> I teach these online courses or my team teaches these online courses in making professional organic skincare and hair care. And people just stare at me. They're like, wow, is that a thing? Do you make money with that? I had this woman at my son's school say to me recently, she was like, do you make money with that? Is that is that like thousands? And I just said, yeah, something like that. And obviously I didn't say, yeah, we make millions. <laughs> Because she would have been a bit staggered. But you have to find a small pond and you have to be a big fish in it. And that is what we have built up as well. So we do a lot of blogging. We do a lot of work in SEO. We do a lot of work on social media and a huge amount of work in terms of community and content. And all of those things just build, build, build until you get to the stage that you're so big that no one can stop you. So that's what we've got to today. So yes, I think skincare is big. I think the organic world is big, but I think the way that we've set it up has generated this success for us. Yeah, because you've been really good. Like you said, you had been blogging before. So you had that knowledge of how it works, blogging and SEO and all that. And then you say the first leap was the, using the product launch formula. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Jeff Walker. I really hope, I hope you're listening, Jeff. I yeah. hope that I get to meet you one day because I want to give you a big hug. Now, I think I discovered Jeff Walker when I was in my day job. I was sat on Facebook and bored out of my mind because I'd gone back to work after maternity leave and they had nothing for me to do. They just put me in the attic. You know, I had a 15, 15 year, very successful career behind me in high paying jobs. And it was like I was nothing when I returned from maternity leave for the second time. So I was sat there on Facebook, bored out of my mind. And Jeff Walker popped by. And I saw him in my newsfeed in one of his sponsored ads. And I thought, hey, this guy looks quite interesting. So I just plugged my headphones in and I sat there at work and I watched this video. And I thought, this is good stuff. I need this in my life. 
but I didn't want to pay $2,000 for his full program at the time. I have since bought his program, but I watched all his free stuff and I watched it over and over and over and I transcribed the whole thing and I just looked at it word for word and I thought this makes so much sense because I'm, I'm quite methodical and in how I work. I've worked as a project manager and a project director for a long time, so this is my thing. And I thought, yeah, I could apply this. So then I started to apply it to my business and I created a launch funnel out of it. And at the time I said to my employers on my last week there, I was like, can I use the conference room before I leave? <laughs> so I came in at the weekend with all my video equipment and I've never made a video before. And I stood there in front of the whiteboard at work and I, I made all these videos and I had my teleprompter set up, you know, it was all totally new for me. And the videos were really basic, but all of a sudden it was a massive success. And so since then, we've gone through about, we're currently in the middle of our seventh product launch formula, and it's, it's been an absolute raving success for us. So yes, I am a big fan of Jeff Walker. The guy's awesome. He owes you some money now for some affiliate marketing. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm a raving fan. I don't yeah. mind telling When you're the world. a raving fan, you don't care about that. No. So yeah, but besides from using product launch formula and obviously SEO and this being a popular topic right now and you being really well niched, there's lots of other things you need to do to scale from five to seven figures. Can you give us some insights on what you have been doing to get to this level? Okay, I'd say there are three things. So the first one is you need a plan. Now, this is very easy to say. But when I say you need a plan, I really mean it. So every year at the end of the year, I get my team together and we go to, we book a hotel somewhere and we spend two, three days there with all of us. And the first day we spend the whole day just looking at what's happened in the year that's gone by. And we answer all these questions, you know, what went well? What didn't go well? What are we proud of? What do we stand for? And that sort of thing. Then we move into planning mode and we have these set templates that I've created that we use that seem to work really well. And then we create an entire structure for the year ahead. You know, once we have the plan, what are we trying to achieve? We break down the year, and this is the bit I love the most because we're women, mainly. We get out all the school calendars and we write down all the school holidays first. And we say, right, you know, we're mothers. Our children come first. This is what we're going to do. We're going to block out all this time. We're going to schedule all of our launches around these holidays so that we can be with our families. So then we create this beautiful calendar and we type it all up afterwards and we send it to the whole team and everyone's happy because that way we then start the next year with a crystal clear plan. And mm. Everyone knows what we're going to achieve. Everyone knows what they're working on. It works so well. It's so powerful. So that's one. The second one is people. So That has been a big struggle for me, is finding the right people, building a remote team. And I don't have all the answers for this yet. We're still learning as we go along. But I have found some amazing people who work with me. And there's about 12 of us full-time, well, when I say full-time, who's there on a regular basis every day. But there's way more. I mean, we have maybe 20 people who are involved with the daily running of Formula Botanica. And finding those people and getting them in the right mindset and getting them to understand our expectations. That has been a huge thing for us as well. And then the third thing is creating the tech systems that allow you to scale. And as I said, when I first started out, I didn't have that mindset. I wasn't thinking about growing to 10,000 or 100,000 people, but I have that mindset now. And now when we move to the next technology, I need to show me that it can handle that volume of people. 
and that we can grow that big. So when we upgraded our e-learning platform last year, we still only had 2,000 students max, but we went for a system that we knew could handle 2 million. And now I'm absolutely totally clear on that. You know, we could run a university off the platform that we have. It works. It's cool. So I'd say those three things combined where, um, yeah, I think all of that combined will lead you to be able to scale and grow your business to the stage you want it to get to. It's fascinating. So because we have some people asking, like, which tools do you use? So you started actually with MailChimp, didn't you? That's what the system you had. Yeah. I did. I still have MailChimp running in the background for a few little things. And we're going to probably use it again for a few more things. Um, it's good to have different tools for different purposes. But now we're on Entreport. We're currently going through a whole tech evaluation to figure out whether Entreport is right for us or whether maybe we need Infusionsoft because it has more functionalities in terms of internal task setting for our team. We're also on Moodle, which is the main e-learning platform that all major universities use around the world. So for us, that was really good because it gives you that credibility. We're not just using a little plugin or a third-party hosted website. We have the best. And we hired a guy who still works for us on a regular basis who made it our own. So it's not just a, you know, a boring platform. It is really perfect for us. And it does exactly what our students want. Then, we're, well, we use WordPress, of course. We have various e-commerce plugins there which aren't quite right for us now so we're outgrowing those we've been using WooCommerce quite a lot but it's more set up for an online shop it's not really right for e-learning so we're going to probably move over to one of those um, cloud-based shopping carts like Samcart and Twivecart but again we're going through a whole evaluation at the moment to try and figure out what works but yeah basically we don't use a huge amount of software tools we just use the ones that really really work and we make sure that we use them to the best of our abilities. And I think that's what drives us forward. Yeah. And how do you communicate with Teams? Well, when we first started out, we were on Facebook Messenger all the time, which was an absolute nightmare. Because you know what it's like. You're, you're talking to your team members and all of a sudden you get distracted by a video about a cat. <laughs> Before <laughs> you know it, you've been on Facebook for three hours and you haven't done any work. But now we use Slack. And Slack has been the making of our remote team, actually. We're doing a lot of work at the moment in trying to figure out how best to run a remote team. And we're probably going to go on some training courses to really figure this one out. But Slack has been amazing because my team members are in six different countries and we're all in different time zones. So, for instance, the lady who runs our help desk is in Brazil. She's amazing. But we wouldn't be able to be in regular contact with her if we didn't have Slack in place. So I have to say, if you want to grow a remote business use Slack. It is fantastic. And I hope they give me my affiliate commission as well for that. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you manage your projects? I, I use Asana, but I know that you don't. No, we don't have any project management tools. <laughs> I know that's really shocking. I manage our projects because I am a project manager. That is my thing. And when we first start out with a new course, I generally just open up Microsoft Word and make a lesson plan. We figure out exactly at a high level what's going to happen. Then we assign tasks in there and we'll use Slack to do that. We have this great plugin on Slack called the To-Do Bot. So you just assign people tasks with dates and it just fires it off in all directions. It's brilliant. But then we don't have project management tools. We might need them in the future because I know some of my team members might like them. But at the moment, we, we haven't really had any need for them. I guess so. We just you know, resort back to old-fashioned pen and paper sometimes. 
That's wonderful because, you know, I use Asana, but then I sometimes forget to use it because I, I love being in Slack all the time. <laughs> There you go. You need the to-do bot in your life. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. And that's the bot that I want. Yeah. What would you have done possibly differently knowing what you know today, the scale you have today, looking back? I would like to tell my old self not to be quite so naive about things. And I think I went into this thinking that, that the world of green beauty was all rainbows and unicorns. And I thought it was going to be absolutely blissfully beautiful. But I wasn't prepared for the reality of online business in terms of hackers and scammers and trolls and people breaking into our courses and stealing all our material and copyright thieves and copycats. And <laughs> I mean, the stuff that we have had to deal with has just been unbelievable. And of course, no one sees this. We don't talk about it. We don't turn it into a big issue. You know, we're not victims. We're out there. We rise above all of these challenges and we make ourselves stronger off the back of it. But my word, I wish that I had been prepared for that, at least, because the first time it happened, it took me totally by surprise. Like the time that someone broke into our website and redirected the checkout to a Bulgarian fishing site. So all of a sudden, you know, people were ready to check out and then they were being sent to this fake page. And thankfully, no one got caught by it, but it was an absolute nightmare. So every time something like this happens, we redo our systems. We just say, right, we want to prevent this from ever happening again. How can we do that? And we put some really strong systems in place every single time something like this has occurred. So we learn from it. And that's the one bit of advice I would give my old self is just don't be quite so naive and just be prepared to create procedures of ways to avoid things going wrong every single time that it happens. So true. Yeah, it's unfortunately a byproduct of online business. And, and still, it's something you just got to accept. It's almost like the fees exactly. you pay with Stripe and PayPal. It's just a part of doing business. <laughs> you can't let it get to you. And it's very easy to sort of retreat into your shell and go, oh my God, this terrible thing happened to me. You can't let that happen. You just have to say, okay, this was bad. I'm just going to take a moment. I'm going to be really angry about this. And then I'm going to say, okay, how can we rise above this? How can we turn this to our advantage? And I know, for instance, that, I mean, you have obviously heard about my rantings over the last few years. You know, we had one of our very angry and slightly deranged competitors write fake reviews about us online. But off the back of that, we created a really good review platform. And we are now one of the highest rated education providers online on Trustpilot. And so, although it was a horrible thing to go through, off the back of it, we have grown stronger because of it. And, you know, anyone who has tried to take us down has actually led to us becoming stronger. So I'm, I'm very proud of that, actually, the way we rise above all these challenges. Yeah, we just say thank you to all these people for <laughs> helping you get maybe, there. Maybe Maybe, Maybe not, not. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe I wish you weren't there, but ha, huh, we're better now. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. So you are also accredited, like your your courses. Yes, we are. That was one thing that our students really wanted. So then I thought, okay, how do we do this? So I spent a lot of time shopping around, basically, trying to find an accreditation program that was highly regarded and that would accept us without having school premises. Because, of course, a lot of them say, And now I'm going to come and visit your campus and audit you. And we can't do that because we're remote. So I found this, this UK body called the UK Open and Distance Learning Quality Council. 
and they were formed by the government in the 60s. They're very legitimate, they're very good, and they accredit third-party distance learning organizations like us. So we applied to them. They said, hey, this is awesome. And we had to jump through a lot of hoops. There were a lot of questions to answer, a lot of documentation to show and forms to fill in. But after about six months, we got through. Yeah, we're now proudly accredited. That means we're also part of the European Association for Distance Learning, and they're affiliated with the, the North American one. And so it's got this fantastic network behind it. And I was even invited to come and speak at the European Association's Distance Learning conference in Copenhagen this year because they were so impressed by what we're doing see I'm very proud of the accreditation yeah and then off the back of that we decided to apply for an award going to the learning technologies awards and we won we won the gold award and we beat all these major multinationals around the world like Aston Martin and Allianz and Lloyds Bank and Sky we were better than them and I just can't get over that I think that's amazing so through all the hard work we've done we're now accredited and we're gold award winning And it really shows. And that is also what's driving our growth. It really shows all your hard work. It's bearing fruit. What is your vision? Let's say five years from now. <laughs> okay. My vision three years from now is that we have 10,000 students. Five years from now, that could be 20, 25,000. Who knows? Because we are really scaling. We're big. And we're flattening everyone else doing this at the moment <laughs> because of the way we're doing it. I would like us to be the go-to platform for everything to do with green beauty formulation, and we already are to a certain degree, but I would like that to be firmly cemented. I would like us to be the bridge between the mainstream cosmetic chemistry industry and the sort of DIY community online, and that's growing. We're starting to be recognized on, in both camps a lot more. And I would like to have a team that is solid, that is in place, that can run the business with systems that are scalable, <laughs> with systems that work really, really well, and a lot more automation in place. Because I found, although it seems counterintuitive, I found that the automation actually allows you to personalize the experience that someone has with your brand. So that's what I'm trying to achieve at the moment. And there's a lot of work to do, a lot of investment to make, yeah. but we'll get there. You'll get there, Lorraine. I have no doubt about it. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this with us on the show. It, uh, we actually had to record this episode again. We didn't mention that <laughs> in the beginning. No. Uh, there were some tech issues with the backend stuff, you know, typical tech issues. I think It the happens. episode is a much, much better, Lorraine. We are, <laughs> it's more rounded. <laughs> we got everything across and it's very inspirational. Like, yeah, your clients or your customers were, were pushing you to scale and, and the whole environment is, you know, organic skincare is, is in, but, you know, it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for you, Lorraine. So I thank you for sharing with us how you go from five to seven figures. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on your amazing podcast. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to signal.com forward slash 81. There, you'll also find links to Lauren's business, Formula Botanica, plus show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.